What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to episode number 77 of Brain Body Resilience. I'm your host, JPB, and today we're talking about getting curious when you start feeling judgy. Let's jump right into this today. I posted this question on my IG, my my Instagram, IG sounds weird, um, yesterday, and heard from a lot of you that it resonated. So I want to expand a little bit on this. The question was, what is it within you that you are avoiding connection to when you look outside of yourself for answers, for safety, and for acceptance? That's a big question. So I am going to repeat. What is it within you that you are avoiding connection to when you look outside of yourself for answers, safety, or acceptance? We have a tendency to look externally when we feel lost and disconnected, but there's nothing outside of you that will calm your worries and fears. There's nothing outside of you that can make you feel safe and accepted if you do not first give those things to yourself. And in that, we will continue to live in a state of threat until we feel safe within ourselves. Your brain is always looking for danger and threat, and your shame, your judgment, your self-doubt... Those things are intrinsically threatening. The judgment that you hold is equal to the amount of shame that you hold. I'm going to repeat myself again. We're going to do that a lot this episode. The judgment you hold is equal to the amount of shame that you hold. And that may, you know, feel a little prickly to you if you feel it to be true. I know that because I know that feeling. Judgment is a function of shame. The things that we judge others for are the things that we hold shame around within ourselves. Some things that come very clearly to my mind are dancing. I used to make fun of most people dancing because I was so ashamed of my own body moving in ways that felt, you know, free and joyful as dancing does. I literally couldn't even dance home alone in front of the mirror I lived alone, so I knew nobody was coming home. And I could not dance because I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. I had so much fear that someone would see me and judge me. And that someone was me. I was judging myself. Um, Another thing that so many of us, men and women alike, struggle with, I think it's much more public um, for women, is body shaming, body image. We shame others and what they look like because of how we feel about ourselves. If we feel good, there's no need to look outside of ourselves to notice what is happening with anyone, to judge anything in regards to that. Um, Something else that immediately comes to mind is being a loud American when I am traveling abroad. I used to... um, say I was Canadian. I only did that a few times. Uh, And then I was having a conversation with a friend and we were talking about how we, we want to be that example. And if we can be, if I can be that example of something atypical, something that you don't expect 
I, I want to be that. Um, oh my goodness. And there are so many more things that I can't think of right now because I was filled with judgment because I was also filled with shame. And if I'm filled with shame and then the answer is to explore that in this question above, what is it within you that you are avoiding connection to when you look outside of yourself for answers, for safety, for acceptance? And if I'm filled with shame and I'm supposed to connect to that, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't feel good. I don't want to connect with that. That feels like shit. So the idea that I could sit with myself to pay attention to myself, to focus on myself, to sit in silence, my, my first kind of thought is there, there was no silence. I was in a constant state of judgment for myself or someone else. And, you know, because of that, I was stressed the fuck out all the time. And I just thought it was how life was. And my life was stressful and there wasn't really anything I could do about it. And so if the answer is connecting with ourselves and exploring these things and getting curious when we get judgy, and the way to do that is sitting with ourselves, allowing these feelings, exploring them, getting curious, sitting in silence, paying attention to ourselves. And a nervous system note here, anything that is new, any new stimulus, or the absence of a stimulus that we are expecting can feel very threatening to the nervous system. Because remember, it's looking for familiarity. It's looking for what is known and predictable to feel safe in something new, a new way of being, new state, new feelings, new practices. These are all unfamiliar and therefore feel unsafe. So your nervous system is going to reject, which can look like going into any one of the fight, flight, freeze, fawn responses and everything, you know, all of the ways that those show up, which I think we'll do an episode just on how those things show up. Because a lot of the the manifestations of those responses, how we behave or how we feel those, how we interpret those can be surprising. So I think we'll do an episode on that. But so for now, um, how is it then that we ever implement anything new if there is automatic bias against new things? It's uncomfortable and we do it anyway so that we can learn that we won't die and move forward with that experience to shape our future encounters. So we sit in the discomfort to let our brain and nervous system know that we are in the driver's seat, that we are capable of facing the challenges and it's okay. This is what overwhelm and anxiety are. The belief that the resources and abilities that you have are not enough to deal with the thing in front of you or the made up thing that hasn't happened yet. That may never happen that you have created in your head and keep thinking about same thing. So when we are approaching something new that feels uncomfortable, the best way to do that is slowly. And that's hard if you're like me and you want to jump in head first and fix things and get shit done. I'm a doer. I like to take action and I've had to learn to count the baby steps and celebrate every small tiny win because exposing ourselves to something new that changes the story our nervous system is currently telling is best done slowly so that we're not just moving from one elevated threat state to another. So remember, slow is fast and fast is smooth. If our internal environment isn't a safe space for us, then we start to look elsewhere for approval, for love, for acceptance, for what we should be doing and what we should be feeling. But we will never find answers outside of ourselves because we are asking for directions from people who have never been on our journey. They don't know where we should go because they've never been where we've been. They have not lived our life. They have their own journey. 
And so when we're talking about managing stress and anxiety, it has less to do with how we arrange our outer world and everything to do with how we arrange our inner world. And this is what the structure of brain body resilience is built on, right? Let's look at it. Step one, cultivate. Cultivate an understanding of how your brain and body work because we can't manage or regulate something if we don't know how it works. That includes ourselves. Step two, identify. Identify the patterns of thought and behavior and responses to stress that we currently hold. And then regard, notice and observe where these patterns show up and how that informs the way you feel and how you behave, what actions you take. And then establish, establish new patterns of thought, new patterns of behavior and responses to stress by using the tools that you have in your brain, in your body, and your breath. You do not have to look anywhere else. And last, renew and then revise. And this is a commitment to continually showing up and revisiting all of these steps as needed in that time, because they won't necessarily come in order every time, because that's not how growth works. Nothing is linear. So once we have an understanding of how our brain and body work, then we identify what we're doing, what we're thinking. We may not need to identify those things again or relearn how we work as humans, but continually noticing and observing where those patterns are showing up or where they they creep back in and then continually establishing new patterns and making habits of those till they are our new normal. That is our new baseline. That is our new autopilot. So we continue to renew and, and revise as we grow, as we change, as we learn to self-regulate, as we learn to get to know ourselves and get curious over and over again. And that, my friends, is life. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. That's it for today. Thank you truly for being here and sharing your time and attention with me. I hope that you have a beautiful week. Till next time, my challenge to you is to get curious in yourself when you start feeling judgy. See where that takes you. And remember, a little bit goes a long way. Until next time, if you enjoyed this episode, if you feel like somebody needs to hear it, go rate, give us some stars. By us, I mean me in this podcast. A couple stars, maybe five, preferably. Um, And share it. Share it with a friend who you think needs to hear it. All right. Until next time. JPB out.